That's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. In the Daily Dispatch for today, the 14th of October, Miracle Baby pulled alive from grave after 24 hours. A three-day-old girl has earned the name of Miracle Baby after surviving 24 hours buried in a shallow grave next to her grandparents. The baby was found buried in the backyard of her family home near Tsomo, where she had been born just hours before. Neighbors and family rushed to search what they believed was a corpse after being told by a 34-year-old mother that she'd buried her newborn. Everyone feared the worst until the baby screamed and lifted her little fingers. Also off the front page of the Daily Dispatch today, top Bishu official resigns after being suspended. Former Eastern Cape Office of the Premier, CFO and Chief Director, Hannah Merkaza Nchilinga has resigned. The resignation follows her suspension in September, pending a disciplinary process. For more on these and other stories, go to dispatchlive.co.za. Enter the Daily Dispatch Winner Car Competition and you could drive away in the new seven-seater Suzuki Ortiga 1.5 GA. The competition closes on the 21st of November 2021 and an entry form is printed in the Daily Dispatch every day. The more you enter, the luckier you get. Get your copy of the Daily Dispatch and enter now. Winner Car, proudly brought to you by Daily Dispatch and Ronnie's Motors. So there is a row brewing in the Eastern Cape between Contralisa and the Eastern Cape government regarding the implementation of a proposed new law reducing the number of traditional leaders who can serve on municipal councils. It's something which has certainly set the cat amongst the pigeons. Joining us on the show this morning is the Contralisa Provincial Chair, Advocate Muelo Nonconyana. Advocate, good morning. Thank you for joining us. I'm taking it that you are not in favour of these proposed law changes. Senior traditional leaders against uh, the heads 
of administrative area, so-called headmen, uh, in their uh, perceived idea from our side of dividing and rule and therefore weaken the institution of traditional leaders. Hence, we decided to be united and, uh, and fight against this thing because besides that, our sub-headmen, charge of, of certain words in traditional communities, are not paid a cent, yet the word committees are actually remunerated by our own government. We feel that this is unfair discrimination, which is prohibited by the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa. So clearly, what is actually happening is, is wrong and illegal. As if that is not enough, uh, the widows of, uh, of our kings in, uh, in the province and all our traditional leaders, uh, the gratuity that were payable to them have been unilaterally withdrawn by our own government. We brought this thing to their attention that it is illegal, it is unfair, and uh, the government uh, is actually not responding to us. Hence, we have decided to write a letter and give five days uh, period for them to return again to march to Pisho because um, we, we believe, therefore, that we need to do that before the holding of the uh, local government election come 1st November 2021 because uh, we would love uh, to have certainty what is going to happen uh, after the elections uh, of local government. Advocate, are you planning any legal action in this regard or what form will your protest take? Yes. Uh, first of all, this one is political. And uh, already, we have already sent uh, from the uh, from our legal gurus, and we're very, very happy that eminent silk in the country uh, are keen to really assist us uh, should everything else fail. As I tell you now, and uh, we are going to be announcing the firm and, and the team of legal representatives uh, in, the, in, the, in due course, because uh, they will decide these things uh, that are of immediate effect, there are also other uh, that we feel that we are unfairly discriminated against because the local houses have no um, infrastructure at all in this province. They have no power, they have no budget. Traditional councils is the same, and, uh, and, and, and uh, it is only to a limited extent the provincial house that is taken care of. And, um, and, and again, Concerns first, which.
it is seen that it is within the powers of our provincial government uh, to deal with it. Because we feel that if we sit around the table with them, they will be able really to assist those legitimate demands. Of course, failing which we will have to march and protest. And our people on the ground also are actually planning their own way of supporting uh, our cause. Because uh, we are leaders of the people on the ground about uh, what is actually happening in the province. Advocate, as you pointed out, the Traditional Leadership Governance Framework Act and the Municipal Structures Act of 1998 provided for a maximum of 20% representation of traditional leaders in municipal councils. But the new Traditional and Khoisan Leadership Act of 2019, signed into law by President Cyril Ramaphosa in April, and the amended Municipal Structures Act now allow a maximum of only three traditional leaders in councils. In terms of blunt numbers, how many people are likely to be affected by a change like this? Well, a lot. Uh, Besides that, there is another thing that is going to really affect us. As you know, that um, uh, we were relying on those members who are serving these councils uh, to be part of committees of of, of a municipal council. The three. How can they be able to really make meaningful representation in the, any committees uh, of a council? And besides, the chair of the local house has got a responsibility, major responsibility in the local house. Why must he or she be diverted and then be, be, be taken back? We have the view that this is another strategy to weaken these local houses. And uh, uh, besides, you know, and 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 and, and, and we, we we feel it is really going to militate against uh, the relationships that we have established with municipalities over the years, including Salka at the provincial level. Because uh, during the initiation, as you may know, uh, we have got challenges, but we are relying mainly on our members who are serving in this municipal council. How can they be able to monitor? Then uh, and uh, make sure that uh, our initiation or our custom not going to be brought to dispute. But three, no. And uh, we have the view, therefore, then, therefore that uh, uh, really I think the government didn't think through. And it is precisely because they did not consult. They did not even consult with our own employees at the municipal council. Because, again, we don't know what is going to happen to those municipal traditional leaders come after the 1st of November. We know that the municipal councils, they are going to be given some uh, remuneration after after that. But as far as traditional leaders are concerned, nothing has been provided for. Nothing has been, uh, has been discussed with them. And they are affected. And they have been serving and representing us for all these years. And now after the, their term, and then nothing good that they are going to get. And we are feeling that it is really unfair. A final question for you, Advocate. Are direct discussions between Contralisa and the Eastern Cape government on the matter taking place at the moment? And if they are, how are they progressing and where do you expect this to go to next? Uh, we are expecting to receive... In fact, we did write a, an urgent letter to the uh, Provincial Secretary of the African National Congress and requesting that, as a deployer of the government, let us have an urgent meeting within five days. We are expecting a report by today. And, uh, and depending on their response, if they agree, I'm sure it will be public knowledge uh, when we are going to meet, because we want to meet within five days. That is the mandate we have. And 
uh, we hope therefore that they will lead to that uh, reasonable quest. We thank you for joining us on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann this morning. Chief Advocate Muelo Nonconyana, he's the Contralisa Provincial Chair. Have a good day, sir. It's my pleasure, my brother. Keep on uh, doing the good work. Well, we continue with the story about Contralisa traditional leaders claiming to be sidelined by the Eastern Cape government. Limited representation in municipal councils, one of the thorny issues discussed at a recent Contralisa special meeting. We did approach the Eastern Cape government for comment. Unfortunately, spokesperson Mum Kelly and Gum was unavailable this morning and referred us to comments made to the Daily Dispatch yesterday to our reporter covering the story, Lulamile Feni. Lulamile joins us this morning. How are you, sir? And share with us what the Eastern Cape government's position on this thorny issue might be. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, fortunately, I've spoken to Mum Kellingham and he put the side of the story. And also, above what all, the MEC himself, uh, or MEC himself spoke to us. And the, the MEC, Tolinata, said that uh, the issue that has been raised by Contralesa are some of the matters that the, himself and the provincial government is dealing with. They are still debating on the issues that have been said. One of the issues that the MEC himself put is that the Contralesa also wanted to, uh, the, also wanted to have the chairperson of a provincial of, of the local house and the deputy to be full-time members of the house and they are working towards that but problem that is facing the peripheral government is financial uh, budget cuts so they can't do everything at the moment but the MEC said that they are attending to all the issues that have been raised by Contralesa and he pleaded with them not to take them fully, to, uh, to take them the other way but take a confidence on them to see that they are going to resolve some of those matters that have been said. So he is willing to speak to have the uh, to speak to the controllers and discuss the matter. The MEC says that he has done so, he has tried to solve some of the matters or discuss some of the issues affecting traditional leaders through the Eastern Cape of traditional leaders. There was a summit recently according to the MEC on traditional leadership and house uh, and those issues were also raised, and now the MEC is trying to attend to some of this. But the problem the MEC is facing the, the, the department is, is budget. They have some a limited budget to attend to some of the issues. They are going to attend to some of the issues on uh, on phases per financial year. So can't speak more on this. He said you would rather speak to the to controllers themselves, but not through the media. That's the stance of the of the of, of the MEC. One Mamkele have been said actually we are taking the stance that is said by the MEC. So the Mamkele Gambis's comments are not going to be said, but the MEC has spoken. Very well. I would like to ask you, given your experience, where do you see this matter progressing to? If they are having discussions behind closed doors, but there is the reality of a budget that needs to be adhered to. Given your experience, Lulamile, where do you see this proceeding to? For me, as a person, I've been writing that that'd be a nice thing to have the MEC or any the ANC leaders, because the matter has also been taken to ANC leaders, having a chat, sit around the table, between the MEC and Contralesa and the leaders, the leadership of Contralesa and the and the MEC and also the leadership, of the MEC, they can own out the stuff themselves. And that'd be right a route to go to to go for it's the one of sitting around the table and discuss the matters themselves. I think that they can come up with understanding from both sides to understand each other better. 
Well, we look forward to you continuing to cover this story, and we'll read that in the Daily Dispatch, also to be found on dispatchlive.co.za. That's Daily Dispatch reporter Lulamila Feni joining us today on the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. Thank you. Thanks, Darren. Darren, Darren. Thank you. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.